0: That's easy for you to say, Darren. Absolutely, you got it all. Exactly, you're living the life. But I don't feel like
1: I. I Look, you say that, yeah, you got it all. No, I don't. I don't because you know you can have money and material things, but they don't. That's not happiness, man. I'm serious. That is not true happiness. True happiness is when you you run around with your kids. Yeah. True happiness is when you can share and serve other people. That's that's happiness. Like when I go to C5 and we do our we're interviewing. You know. Twelve year old kids. That's happiness because I'm I'm sure I'm giving them hope.
0: There you go. You know the song. Never heard the song in my life.
1: This is my day and age, dog. Never You don't know how big Madonna was back then though. Like Madonna, Madonna was a real huge. deal. Huge. Michael Jackson, Madonna, Prince. Prince. That's what music was like, you
0: know, the real deal. What time frame are talking about? It had to be the 80s. Late 80s, 90s, early 90s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways,
1: so the reason we came in with that
2: intro of the legendary song, <laughs> you cut by Madonna,
1: you caught us off guard with that
0: yeah. song. Anybody first of below all. 30 just has no clue what's going on right now.
1: The <laughs> difference
2: is anybody that's below 30 from. West Texas or Abilene doesn't know what
0: that is. You got to remember. You should know what
2: that song is. I didn't live in the United States
0: until 92, so. Oh, you know, I got a question. My life basically started in 92. You know,
1: I I looked over at Elizabeth when that song was going on, Elizabeth being our producer, and you should have seen the sideways. You ever see a dog look at you like sideways? Like, Uh what the hell? Yeah, I get that twice a day from Tiff. (laughs) Elizabeth, did you know
0: what song that was? No. You didn't know what that song was.
1: I don't listen
3: to Madonna.
0: I don't either. I c- I literally couldn't uh, tell you a Madonna song off the top of my head. Oh, she's got
3: that song like a virgin Four Minutes.
0: No, uh, you
1: oh don't know God. like a virgin. You don't yeah. know that song, No. Elizabeth. You know that song.
3: Oh
2: my goodness! We're gonna have Lord. to hold on. We're gonna scratch whatever yeah. we're talking about today. <laughs> and we're gonna dig into the music history one one, man. That's, so y'all don't y'all don't know Madonna. When she kissed Britney Spears on stage, y'all. I bet you know that. I one. vaguely remember. I mean,
0: I've
3: seen it on Twitter, but when oh. that happened in two thousand two, I was I think, six.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. you were. Okay. okay, so do you know? <laughs> do you know <laughs> anything <laughs> about Madonna at all?
0: Was she the one that Justin Timberlake song took with off her?
3: Timberl- no, that was
1: uh,
0: that was Janet, Janet Jackson. Jackson. Uh, okay, Janet Jackson. yeah. I yeah. 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 got nothing but for you.
3: Also, I don't like how Madonna sings. I'm a Michael Jackson person.
2: She was very, she was very 80s and 90s for sure. I do like Michael but, Jackson, but I mean, I, I don't even know what like a, a an equivalent like Taylor Swift,
1: maybe? No, hell no. Like, like equivalent like, to? No, no. I'm saying like popularity wise, no, like no yeah. bigger. No, like if Madonna was around today, yeah. I'm trying to figure out like who's the biggest, who's the biggest star right now? Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay. She was Beyonce before Beyonce. Yeah, I can like, see that. That's how big better. she was. Uh, my, she was right there Like we all know How big Michael Jackson was Right mm-hmm. She was right up underneath If not at times Even what Who Michael Jackson was
0: So they were famous About the same time Yes mm. Okay
1: <laughs> I can't believe We're having this conversation <laughs> Like who the hell Doesn't know all who right, Madonna no.
2: is Wow. Okay, so we're gonna transition back to something that yeah, I'm gonna let my but my blood stop boiling here mm-hmm. a little bit, and uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna teach you young folks some culture here in a little bit. And the funny thing is, what I'm four years older than you, three years yeah. older
0: than you, yeah, four,
2: yeah. Oh, you live in a cave, dude. Gosh, <sighs> might as well
0: might as well be a century. When you yeah. live in West Texas, there's no radio, there's no TV, there's yeah. no. I'm just, I mean, there ain't nothing. We just, we got no contact with the outside world. Just George well, Strait and Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. <laughs> No, just Leroy. What's wrong th- with that, by, by the way.
2: Let me, just let me Leroy down it. the street singing it.
0: <laughs> <at laughs> the, <laughs> the honky talk.
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> local saloon.
2: So thanks for bearing, <laughs> bearing with us through that, like, embarrassingly, yeah. like, naive display by our co-host, Ben, here. Uh, today, what we're going to talk about, we live in a world that is consumed with materialism. And we're consumed with things that we have. Uh, it has, has gone from things that we use to now things that we're judged by. And the more success you have, the more material things you have, and vice versa, you then, to seek happiness, to seek value, to seek uh, your identity, it's what do I have? Mm-hmm. Do I have a house that replicates what I, that shows what I want it to show? Do I have a car? Do I have a vacation home? Do I have the right shoes? Do I have, what? what do I have? because what i have says who i am. Right. And unfortunately, in my opinion, that's backwards. Mm-hmm. And we have we have a culture that the second we get it, and look at the stimulus package, right? The second that we get these stimulus Spent. checks, it's gone. gone. It is gone. It's gone. And gone. and you know what? Like I get it. Like if there's immediate needs and i'm not saying everyone out there is using these stimulus checks like that, but I guarantee rim sales are up. I guarantee computer sales are up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guarantee shoe sales are up. I guarantee all of these sectors, right, of things that like give us that t- temporary fulfillment that material items give us, right? They are up. Yeah. Since
1: the <laughs> and we're, we're all guilty of this. We all are. We all and are. This. This is not. We're not talking to just you know anyone specifically, but or any group specifically. We are all guilty of of materialism. And greed—it's mm-hmm. just a part of us. And I can remember going back to my when I was a kid and, and watching how I lived, because all I thought about was what's the next, where are the next shoes that I could get? I couldn't afford Jordans mm-hmm. back then, but man, did I aspire to have some Jordans, some Spud webs. <laughs> webs, but <laughs> without money. And then you know there there were people like the local <laughs> drug dealer. Here's an example: local drug dealer lived in a shack. But that damn car that was parked mm. on that dirt lawn. You know that was right. Parked on the dirt lawn. Yeah. Parked on the dirt yeah, lawn. Okay. Was real. Like, the wheels were nice. The wheels were <laughs> shiny. <laughs> Shining. It, just, it spoke to where we were, yeah. and, I, and I can speak to it as, as a culture. It wasn't about, it was the lifestyle of today. It wasn't thinking about our your future. So you right. bought, you bought, you consumed, consumed as much as you possibly could. And it still applies to today. Mm-hmm. And I've made a, a lot of mistakes and Benny Ben and I talked about this. I've made, I didn't spend a lot of money when I came, when I was in the NFL, I didn't have a lot, a lot of any money coming you bought, in what, uh, an accord. Was that what you bought? I bought you my buy? mother, a Honda but, Accord, but your mom, I drove a, uh, a Nissan Pathfinder. Ah, uh, and then drove coming into the league and then ended up, uh, driving a, uh, what was a it? Jeep? A, a Jeep, Cherokee Jeep Cherokee that I yeah. got through a dealership here locally. While everybody else mm-hmm. was pushing the Mercedes five hundreds and whatnot, and I was the you know that was a joke. I was everybody was laughing at me for buying that. But but even then, I, I was still making mistakes, even though I wasn't materialistic as far as cars. But I was buying things sporadically just to feed the the need for to feed the beast. I just mm-hmm. wanted it's like an image.
0: Why, why don't you think cars? Let's let's stick on that for a second. Why don't you think cars stuck out to you as something that you had to have the latest car? I mean, you had millions of dollars. Why not cars? Just that wasn't my my deal. That wasn't my my mine. Were suits, suits, uh,
1: clothes. You do yeah. You do wear a suit well. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, right. let, pause. Uh, that's, that's where.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no pause. No you pause. really fill out a suit well. <laughs> do I
1: really? <laughs> but that's where my, my I, I'm serious. That's yeah. where. The materialism came into that. I could care less about cars. Cars are just, it was transportation. Get me from point A to point B. And that's uh-huh. but and everyone has their own little, but mine were the image of what I look like. So I bought clothes and I bought shoes and I had to look a certain way. And I spent a lot of money on things that I really didn't need. It mm. really didn't fulfill the image
2: that you wanted to portray. To fulfill
1: the image that I wanted to portray. When now that I look back at it, now that I'm older. I'm like, buying suits? I mean, I don't have that. The, I, don't, I have the luxury of I, I can go buy them. But now I, my mind thinks of every time I spend that dollar, I'm losing that dollar. i got to make $3 back. Yeah. So I'm looking to now, with the experience, is every dollar is how to you know, invest it back into self. Mm. Invest it back into making money. So the question that Ben asks all the time
2: is you put those suits on. Did you really feel that different no. when you had the suit on?
1: Well, I did. Yeah. Honestly, I did. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say that. I did feel like, damn, you clean, dog. <laughs> and it was always people <laughs> saying, damn, dude, like, hey, man, you – that. That's a nice ass yeah. So suit.
2: talk us through, this is tangent, but yeah. talk us through the suit style
1: progression when oh, you play okay. big old oh, baggy. i, Look same, like I Michael Jordan. pictures. I Everyone pictures. looked like Michael Jordan. You were living in that thing. <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. If you know who that is, Elizabeth, Michael Jordan, you know who, know who that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Michael well,
0: Jordan. anywho. Back he's in the, the suit creator, right? <laughs> he owns a basketball team, I think.
1: Yeah. But everyone had these big baggy suits back then, but they were fly, man. Yeah. Back then that's that's how they looked. But
2: you know were you a pinstripe
1: guy ever? No, nah, not much of a pinstripe. I wasn't a gangster look, man. I yeah. was more on the solid side. Yeah. And there was a difference now. Mm-hmm. There was a solid you know who we, where you were from. Yeah. Like if you were from the west coast or out west, you usually wore solids yeah. or a little lighter colored suits, right? Northeast. You go south oh, and yeah. southeast. Yeah. Oh, you're bright, dog. You're Miami, you're Alabama, you're yeah, you are all purples, reds, yellows, red, <laughs> heavy, heavy reds and yellows. Yeah. That's how those suits look back. At you don't remember any Miami dudes back when you played, huh? No, that's right. You're in yeah, West I, Texas. I got you. You <laughs> got me. So no Miami see. dude I wanted, wanted to come yeah. to West Texas, play ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a prison. Okay,
2: sentence. so so you spent money on suits, but you know. It, because it was something that you wanted to fulfill, was there anything else like that you're playing? Whether it was yourself or you watched other guys, that it's
1: just like I mean, I've seen you, and, and again, I mean, look, everyone says that you know jewelry can be an investment, however you treat it, right? So, our car can be an investment at time, our house, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Trust me, I've heard all those arguments. Justification, and I'm like, dude, you drove it off the lot; <laughs> yeah. it's depreciating. But I've heard it, and, and this is just from an athlete's world of watching guys buy cars buy jewelry like hundreds of thousands of dollars on jewelry Mm -hmm. buy a house that you know damn well you can't afford Mm -hmm. you know those are the things that you sit there and watch and you think man this is that was the material world and i was that was you know elevated because we were professional athletes right but then that applies to regular day life too it applies to my son who who gets a little cash in his pocket, and the first thing he wants to do is go buy what? Some Jordans, mm-hmm. some old Jordans, mm-hmm. $400, $300 pair of shoes, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we get the mindset? I guess the, this topic today is the mindset of taking your your thoughts off of the material goal that's right in front of you mm-hmm. and applying it as an investment that pays itself forward.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think w- the first thing you have to address is is if I'm spending this money, what what is on the other side of it? Because there's, there's so much, and especially today, and let's speak about today because so quickly you can be on Instagram and you see something and yes. it's click buy, click yep. buy, click buy, click buy. Whereas back, you know, traditionally it's okay. I got to go to the mall. I got to walk around. I go into the store. I do the whole deal. Well, now it's just so fast and we're looking for that, but what's on the other side of that? Are you making purchases? Are you, you know, uh, contributing to materialism that makes your life harder and think about the anxiety that's on the other side of it. Think about the amount of credit card debt that we have as a country. And like my parents were guilty of it. I've been guilty of it where it's like, Oh no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, there's a limit, and that just means I can spend till that. Right. Right. And there's been points that, like, I've had to live that way because you had to survive. <laughs> that was what I had to do. Right. But, but the anxiety that comes with it, like, to me, the, the freedom, and we talk about freedom a lot on this show mm-hmm. the freedom of not enslaving yourself to that because that's what it is. Materialism yes. is enslaving you to debt and whether it's like real debt credit card debt or it's just hey i'm spending all the resources that i get and then i'm living month to month not knowing if i'm going to be able to make that house payment not knowing if i'm going to be able to continue yeah. up with this lifestyle because my colleagues have it because my peers have it because my family doesn't have anything and i got to live up to this standard because i'm you know whatever so to me you've got to think if i make this purchase however big or small it is what are the implications on the other side? And think through that because that, to me, is is got to be the first step. Because is this makeup set, or is this uh, are these shoes, or is this uh, dirt bike? Whatever it is, right on the other side of this, is it going to bring more value than the anxiety that is associated with it? And I think that that's something that we just don't ask ourselves because right. it's so easy and it's so quick. And really, reality interest rates are so low right now. Mon- money's cheap these days. Yeah. You guys ever see Entourage? So, yes. Turtle, what does that even mean? I heard money is real cheap these days. Turtle, that doesn't even make any sense. But but money is accessible.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and you look at, I mean, you look at through the pandemic, consumer spending is up. Right. Even yeah. though income is down, and we're in this pandemic, but people are still spending because money is still available. The thing that we just need to be very aware of is we need to be aware of the position we're putting ourselves in with the long term position. That's right, the long term. Yeah, and, and then to your point is okay. Can I can I pass up on this instant gratification of buying this new outfit or buying this new these new shoes or this new toy or and, and parents think about this. Parents are guilty of doing that for their kids. Yeah, like my parents and and, and putting it out there, but my parents were so generous for us during Christmas that it took them a year to get out of the debt from Mm, the previous Christmas. Right. And then they They did it again because they want to give and parents want to give and give and give and give and give give because they want their kids to have everything that they did. And you mentioned
1: it. You mentioned it. The anxiety that you have to live with knowing you're living check to check. Mm -hmm. That is the, that's the part. This is why the whole conversation is coming around is because there are so many of us right now that are living check to check. There are so many of us right now that are out there listening to this show who are getting new credit cards based on the fact that they want to live a certain lifestyle. When in the end, I, I, just, want to, I just want to put this message out there to, to anyone. If it's that young 25-year-old or 30-year-old or whatnot and you're, you're, you're in a situation right now where you feel like you got to keep up with the Joneses, take a step back. Just take a hard step back and understand those new tires or wheels or whatever it may be, that new suit or whatever it is or outfit or whatnot, if it's going to set you back and put you in a situation of anxiety, and you mentioned it, Tyler, mm-hmm. having anxiety of how am I going to pay the the, the the rent or pay my mortgage or whatnot, just have those thoughts? Yeah, I think they're, they're, you yeah you have to plan ahead. And I and I wish I could. There are sometimes I sit here and, and I think about uh, again all the money I spent, even though I was frugal. But there were certain things I spent money on that I wish I could just take back because it didn't they didn't bring me any
0: extra mm-hmm. happiness. Yeah, there was no happiness. I just bought it. Mm-hmm. Where where does that come from? You think for you, like why buy that? If you know this. This is a message as old as time. It's yes. All, everybody's talked about this. Hey, don't buy stuff. Instant. It, it's not going to fill you up. So why do we continue doing it's it? It's the instant gratification, man. It is.
1: It, it, it is something that... I think it's just for the ego. I think the ego plays into the fact. Yeah. You know, how many times do we always say the ego get your ass in trouble all right. the damn time? So you're playing into the ego. You're, you're, you're trying to keep up with the people next to you. You're trying to get a, a certain look because you have to. I get it. Listen, I get it. And Elizabeth said this earlier. Look, there's there's times where uh, someone on Instagram is going to invest into making themselves look good because they're an influencer, right? So, okay, look, I get that. I understand that. You know, if you got to go get Botox or you got to go do whatever it is to make yourself look good because you're making money, mm-hmm. you're creating this, your job, it's a profession. I totally get that. As a pro athlete, LeBron James says he wow. spends a million dollars a year on the health of his body. I totally—that's his investment. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, whatever it is, if if if, if it doesn't apply to investing back into yourself, then why do it? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the struggle. I mean, that that's, is because, you know, you think about, the like you said, the short-term gratification. So I'm just sitting there thinking about my personal mentality towards money. Yeah, that Toyota and camera it, you're pushing. Hey, day. baby, Something come on now. That's are nice We're sitting, on, we're sitting on 15-inch wheels. Fifteen. <laughs> 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 I, I just think of the way I grew up, and it's probably the – yeah, <laughs> and it's probably the case for everybody, how, whatever the environment you grew up in. Yeah. So while we grew up, my parents' income was totally reliant on donations, 100%. Non-profit is what my dad worked for. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of things that we had to pass up that I really wanted because we, quote, unquote, couldn't afford it. And so now that's the mentality I take. So, but that desire still, now it's almost like, okay, now that I do have money, now I really want to buy material stuff mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to before. Yeah. So that's the struggle for me. It's like I couldn't have it then. I want it now. Yeah. But then what happens is I get it and I realize, well, that didn't do anything for me. Right. Yeah. That didn't fill the void that I thought it would. Is a 6,000-square-foot house going to do it for me? I don't know. Is a you know brand-new Escalade going to do it for me? Right. You build this thing up in your mind like that's the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and realize – This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and think about it. Like, we're at a point now in our lives
2: where, okay, I I spend and I'm chasing this material thing that really doesn't ultimately fulfill me, but what else does it do? It causes you to have to go work harder and longer to make up for that income that you just spent, whether it's you bought a house that's beyond your means, whether it's a car that you shouldn't probably have gotten, whatever it is, right? And so- This material culture that we're living in today has also caused us to work longer, work harder, be more detached from the immaterial things, our family, our health, our mental health. All the things that provide longevity and really truly, in my opinion, bring the actual happiness. Like, because I've never, I don't know, I... About the tractor. I was pretty happy, and I still, <laughs> I still love that.
1: But are you getting that, value out yeah. of that? Yes, that I, I've, yeah. they, I've you made that money back. You don't have to that's hire right. someone to that's go right, do it. That's right, that's right. But
2: but the point is, is that why are we working so hard and so long, and why is career at the forefront? It's because we've got to earn so that we can live at this lifestyle that, that we see on Instagram, that we see on Twitter, that we see on TV. All these, these levels that we want, in reality, like – us moving out to the country and like, I'm not trying to say, Oh yeah, we went and we just bought this little shop. We have a, we have a nice house. We have great. But one thing that it did give us, it was a sense of simplicity Mm -hmm. and how little truly we really need need to survive and to be happy. And the pandemic, it only exponentially compounded that because we didn't need a ton. And it was like, okay, we're outside playing or fishing in a pond or we're doing things that just, we didn't need a ton We, we were just together. But because we're driving for all these material things, yeah. we are now working harder, which now further, like
1: you know, it, further adds to the anxiety associated with spending. You, this, and I'm going to say it, man. I, I think this. I think we get played. Like we are getting played by everyone. And I, it, this is not. I just see that this is not just the kids. I'm talking. I'm talking to all of us. We consume and consume, and people and and these retailers. Absolutely understand that they can take advantage of
2: us. The metrics and the data that they have and use against us. I mean, Nir Yeah, okay, he wrote a book called Hooked before he wrote Indistractable. Right. All of these technology companies, retailers, how they get you hooked on your on their product and how they get you because they know what you're
1: thinking. Yeah, exactly. Because guess what? Everything we do on our phone is telling them They're how we think. They're pinging you all the time. Whether in, in every social media form, you're getting hit. Yep. Yeah. You're, they're going to figure you out. Right. So the reality is that, is that we know that I think most of us know that consumers are taking advantage of us. Right. Yeah. At some point, wouldn't it benefit us to say, okay, wait a minute. Mm. Like if I knew someone was actually taking advantage of yeah. me or you or not, what are we going to do at some point? They'll take a stance. Mm. You're like, wait a fuck, minute. Yeah. Like you're draining me of everything, all my resources. Mm. Why not invest back in self? And you and I, we've we had this, or you go, we, he and I, Ben and I had this conversation about, you know, what end do you want to be in? Do you want to be on the end of being the consumer or do you want someone consuming you? Like if I did a poll, if we did a poll, we walked in the room and I, there was 10 people and I said, look, how do you feel being taken advantage of? Most people, all of them will be like, oh, fuck sucks, right? Yeah. All 10 of them. Well, you are the consumer. You're consuming me. hmm you're consuming whatever information is out there. How many of you want to be on the opposite side? Mm-hmm. Just the opposite side. Not being taken advantage of, but maybe presenting something, Elizabeth. Maybe presenting something to other people that now they're consuming you.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Cuz we're on we're
0: consumers versus producers. It's consumers yeah. versus producers
1: and there's so many people out there that are creative and they have so many talents don't be the consumer. Be the producer. Mm-hmm. Be producing this stuff because there's there's so much talent out there, and that, and it's just it it, it it hurts me to sit there and watch it because I I'm one of those person that I've been taken advantage of in in the past, and I know that there are a lot of potholes. Look, just listen to some of your elders that have ex- mm-hmm. gone through that and been mm-hmm. and have experienced. That. And I think to your point though, the elders
2: are not exempt from this. This isn't a, yeah. a Gen Z, Gen, you know, millennials, you guys are the worst. That's not what this is cuz I'm I'm just as guilty, just as guilty as you, yeah. just as guilty as you, just as guilty as Elizabeth, just as guilty as my kids yeah. because it's a it's a consuming culture. Everybody wants 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 and until you invest in yourself, like you said, to provide to be the producer, yeah. Because it takes investment. Yeah. And I'm not we're not just talking about monetary investment. We're talking no. about Time, education, yeah. mentorship, yep, you know, yep. Re- yeah, all those things. Investing into yourself, and and that is when you turn the tides. That's when you're not a slave,
0: right, to
2: this consumerism that's yeah. that's taken hold.
0: A couple of things come to mind. Number one, it, it what's the reason that we do this? It, we're trying to fill a void, mm-hmm. and whatever that void is. Second thing comes comes to mind is we're very much a culture of pursuing happiness. And the message is, hey, chase what makes you happy, what fulfills you. And there's some good and some bad to that message because typically it's the happiness is short-lived. And so that's what wrestles in my mind is when I'm thinking about being materialistic is is this truly filling a void for me? Is this truly fulfilling what I think it's going to do? Mm-hmm. And in most cases the stuff that I'm after does not do that does not check that box it's if i invest in myself if i invest in my future typically those things do fill that void yeah right i think of time along the same lines as money i've gotten to a point now where i barely watch tv because my honest thought when i'm sitting there is is this thing giving me something Mm -hmm. beyond entertainment Am I learning something? Am I you know, taking something away? If I'm not, I don't got time for it. I've got way too many other things I got to do. So I think money wow. is the, can, can fall in that same bucket. Are these shoes providing me what I hope they will? Probably not. I can skip the shoes. Maybe instead of buying the shoes, maybe I go invest in a course of, you know, a business course or something mm-hmm. like that. So to me, it's that internal battle of, is this providing me value back? Yeah. And it didn't – I haven't always been like this. When I was 22, I wasn't like this. Mm-hmm. Talked about earlier the way I grew up. So the shoes were the cool thing, the car, the house. That's what I was after. But you start accumulating some of these things, and you realize they yeah. don't do what you think they're going to no. do.
2: And, and I think you're you brought up a good point is we're filling a void. And what we do is there's a void there, and by buying something – what we're doing is we're throwing a board over the top of it and throwing a like two-inch layer of dirt over the top of it. There's still the hole that's yeah. there. And it's just a matter of time until that thing opens back up again. So if that's the case, we're trying to fill it with things, whether, like you said, consuming content, consuming material things, you know, watching TV, whatever it is. What I think we need to do is we need to sit in that for a little bit. You talk about we're pursuing happiness. Well, here's the thing is we're, we're constantly trying to pursue this like consistent level of happiness. And until we're happy all the time, we haven't arrived and, and we have to be at this high all the time. That's what, and, and anything less is a failure. Here's the thing is you can enjoy those high points if you don't experience the low points. And this could be its own episode and, we, and we've mm-hmm. talked about it, Ben, is you have to embrace those low points. And guess what? When you're at that low point, instead of escaping with something immaterial to stay on the topic today, right? And going and consuming something to make yourself feel better, sit in it. Think about it for a second. I'm not saying like be depressed. I'm not saying because those are all issues, but think about it because that that point is is a point where, okay, I can think of something creatively and alternate to it, an investment in myself. I'm gonna go, you know what? instead of just i need to go get a a new hat or i need to go get something to make me feel better right now you know what i'm going to go spend i'm going to go spend 25 bucks and i'm right. going to go do this online accounting course or budgeting yeah. course or whatever it is right that now is investing in yourself but at least you're going to address it as opposed to just mask it and just stuff it away for later i'll deal with it later i'm just going to feel better now by getting this thing
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. address it Realize what it is so that you can overcome it and heal it because we have holes all over Mm -hmm. and if we're not going to address it, it's going to be a huge problem down the road. You know what? what, Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just, I'm curious. We we hooked up the microphone to Elizabeth today and I'm curious as you sit here and listen to this, the stage of life you're in
1: 25, 24.
0: 24, about to graduate grad school. I'm curious what conversations you and your friends are having because what's cool about this podcast? is We've got three different generations right yeah. now. We got the old ass generation with mm-hmm. Darren. We got Tyler and I, and then we've got the younger generation. So old ass. <laughs> <laughs> took you a while to catch that. No, <laughs> no I a did not Slow CTE. Yeah. So what are what are people your age, Elizabeth, talking like? What are your thoughts on this this topic?
3: Um. Materialism, I look at it in two different ways. Uh, I grew up, I played tennis, and tennis is a very wealthy sport. Um, I I didn't grow up wealthy, so it was hard for me to grow up, and my friends at 16 are driving $100,000 cars, Mm -hmm. and... I don't think I got a car until my freshman year, and it was a 2000 Honda Civic with no air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when I think about purchasing things, I'm like, oh, my God, if I purchase this, like, I've got to pay for this bill, this bill, this bill. So I look at things differently than, per se, my little sister, who she didn't really have to deal with that as much as I did coming up. So my sister, on the other hand, she's 22 She'll look at stuff she'll be like, I'm gonna buy that right now. I'm gonna buy that right now. <laughs> right. I'm gonna buy that right now. And so I'm like, okay, so I need to think about five years from now. I wanna have a nest egg and investing and stuff. But then I'm also, pr- I can fall into that trap of, I want to go buy mm-hmm. these new pair of shoes and, and stuff. With your like
2: friends, that. I mean, how, how important is it? Like, I mean, do you guys get excited about, you know, the the new, the new thing that comes out and you've got to have that or, Hey, did you see that this came out? Or did you see that came out? Is that something that drives your group of friends? Or do you feel like, Hey, look, we're, we're beyond that. And it's more about like, you know, who you are as a person and, and, and more worried about, that, um, and then the I things. think
3: as we're getting older, we're kind of getting to that stage where like we can't really rely on our parents anymore for mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Um, so now a lot of us are go through that getting stage. into those, <laughs> 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 those <laughs> big girl stages and big boy stages yeah. where we have to get jobs and, and start paying for stuff. So now it's a combination of, you know, some of my friends are doing really well, so they can buy those things. And then I have another friend who is um she still relies on her parents for certain things so I'm like "Mm, maybe we should just kind of like we can't afford that so we shouldn't do that I mean we can afford this but just because we can afford it we shouldn't buy
1: it how much are are you thinking about this (laughs) and I know the answer here but how, how much are you thinking about the future of you know every dollar that you spend can be spent in another way
3: I don't think about
1: that often. You don't think about it at all. Yeah, I do that one. Yeah, I thing. think it's
0: just stages, right? Yeah. This is a perfect example. because I was the same way as you, Elizabeth. I didn't I didn't have foresight at 22, 23. I didn't think about ten years down investments and mm-hmm. well I should go, you know, buy something to my future. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. But then you start getting a little bit older, you know, in your young thirties and you're starting to now make a little if we're stereotyping, you know, you're a little bit longer in your career, you're starting to make a little bit of money. So for me, at my stage, now it's a competition in my mind. Yeah. It's what are my friends doing? Am I am I doing better than them? Mm. That's how it is for me. And that that's probably just my personality. Maybe yeah. not everybody thinks or struggles with that. But I look at my friends, and I sit there and think, okay, Oh, they just bought that cool house. Oh, they went on that vacation. How can I one up them? Yeah. And I don't yeah. I think I that's our right. human nature. Yeah. yeah. In, internally, yeah like internally, that's a real thinking. thought. I, I, I mean, they're dang, sitting there thinking, nice. yeah. I mean, there's a must be nice. Man, I wish I, you know, I wish I could have that. Or I'm thinking, oh, just watch, watch yeah. this vacation I'm about to go by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So go ahead. But I think
3: we also fall like trapped to that because, like, I look on Twitter and, you know, you see girls like, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and, like, their boyfriends are buying them for their birthday trip, like, $10,000 bags, Gucci, Ferragamo, Mm -hmm. Balenciaga, and you're like, how are you affording that, like, right now? Like, I don't understand how you're getting that. Like, I want that. Mm -hmm. Or one of my friends, she eats at the nicest restaurants in Santa Monica, and I'm like, I don't understand how you can afford that. And so I think another thing that people don't realize is, like, what some person have, like, my friend... Her parents are both screenwriters. Like they write like for some of the biggest movie producers in the world. She doesn't mention that when she purchases that right. stuff. She just buys <laughs> yeah, it. Right. So you're like, how did she get that? But no one's saying the fact that like her parents are two of the biggest movie producers in yeah. the in the in the world. And yeah. and she teaches tennis lessons at one of the nicest clubs in Los Angeles, and probably charges two hundred dollars a lesson an hour for a tennis lesson. And but, that's uh, and
2: that's what's hard, I think, with social media is is. Is one of the one of the things that is you fake it till you make it, right? Mm. Think to become an influencer, right? I mean, these bloggers is like I'm going to go buy this, buy this, buy this until okay. Now I've got enough people that now they're sending me stuff, right? Right, and, yeah. so, the and so, then it's then it's you're looking at people on Instagram and and I guess TikTok maybe I don't TikTok
3: know. Instagram Twitter YouTube.
2: Tw- there are these bloggers that In like MySpace. it's all about just <laughs> stuff, and they literally make a living on talking about new purses and talking about yeah. new shoes and talking about new makeup. Yeah. And that's yeah. literally what it is. You fake it to yeah. make it. Man. You I fi- love it.
0: I want you to drop some wisdom on it and just touch on that. <laughs> you know, the other dangerous thing is how many of those people are renting those cars or renting that? House? Oh, at like, least they don't even thing. own it. Oh, right $20,000 million. Right million yeah, oh, just, oh, the, yeah, oh. So that's another dangerous thing is you see this and you think, well, I don't have that at this stage. Well, they don't either. They're yeah. just, but there are some that are anyway, Darren, so you have been through this, you've made your money, you've done this whole thing, you've lived all throughout these stages we've talked about. So how do you unlock that mentality? And, again, I think we're all going to be on a different path in a different, you know, it's going to take us all our own time, but how do we unlock that mentality?
1: Look, man, it's hard. Look, honestly, and I I battle it every day, but, you know, I, I guess I look at all these, you know, spending money and, you know, purchasing and consuming. And then I look at what really brings me happiness. Like, And I think you have to understand your values, your core values of what really, truly brings you happiness. For me, it's spending time with my family, whether it be on a vacation or being home. That's That means something to me. Mm-hmm. Just time alone. Pouring back into myself. And this is recently which I what I've been doing in the last couple of weeks, which I feel like, It's been awesome. It's like I'm pouring back and investing back into my own health, which helps me mentally feel recharged. Uh, I'm in a better mood. Uh, Things seem to be opening up for me, but it's like it's it's almost the, the mindset is take. I'm taking it away from buying the little things that 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 I know don't bring me anything. It doesn't bring it has no value to me. What has value to me is my family and my health because I want to live for a long ass time. And I'm at a different stage in my life. I wish I could have, I wish I could have had this mentality when I was Elizabeth's age. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I, I, I'd be so much of a better, i had been a better person from within, but I'd also would have saved a lot of money and I also would have, mm-hmm. you know, just had a different mindset.
0: And to that The the pessimistic question that comes to mind is, well, that's easy for you to say, Darren. Absolutely, you've got it all. Exactly, you're living the life. But I don't don't feel like
1: like I. I mean, look, you say that, yeah, you got it all. No, I don't. I don't, because you know, you can have money and material things, but they don't. That's not happiness, man. I'm serious. That is not true happiness. True happiness is when you you run around with your kids. Yeah. True happiness is when you can share and serve other people. That's that's happiness. Like when I go to C5 and we do our we're interviewing, you know, 12-year-old kids. That's happiness cuz I'm I'm sure I'm giving them hope. Yeah. That's happiness. All this other stuff is just material things that just go by the they, and then they become garbage that sits in your attic yeah. or out in your
0: garage or whatnot. Yeah. And, and then you're getting rid of it. So the follow-up question I have, sorry, Tyler, and no. then I'm not gonna talk again. You. <laughs> Stop. You're fine. I'm only good for closing, <laughs> Yeah. Opening and closing. So So the follow-up question I have is then so you got the big house, yeah. You got whatever cars you want to have. You got whatever suits. You can go eat at the finest restaurant. You you can literally do everything material that people are after. Does it feel as good as we think it does?
1: No. Because with there's an expectation as well, right? And you start to carry a lot of burdens as well when you do. Look, you know, with money comes a lot of problems, man. I, I honestly, and I trust me, I'm not even close to being. To where a lot sure. of my friends are. I mean, they're um, billionaires. Hundreds it's, of isn't that of interesting? Dollars. Sorry, let's, let's sorry. Yeah.
0: Not to not to pause your train of thought, but isn't that so funny how you yeah. can say exactly what we're saying exactly? Because because I look at my friends. There's, there's, there's always, always another, another, another. level. There's there's always, it's an endless yeah. fight. And it's the
1: same thing you just said. Like I'm sitting there and watch certain people go or go on vacation and they're in their private jets and I'm
0: going holy shit that is
1: unbelievable. I wish. Mm. We play the same game. God,
0: that's so good to know. I mean, it sucks that I'll it never does. get to a point it where I'm does. no hope,
1: <laughs> dude, never. It never. You're just but, waiting to die now, Ben. Yeah.
0: But, but I, and I get <laughs> it.
1: I get where everybody is in this, yeah. you know, on levels or whatnot, man. But I'm, tell, I'm here to tell you right now, there is, it, it is not happy it, because there is, it's anxiety that's yeah. going to come on the backside. I think, I, think,
2: I think ultimately you've got to ask yourself, what am I investing in? And to put it as simply as possible, am I investing in things that generate more, or am I investing into things that depreciate? Like, what, what am I investing in? Self is number God. one. To me, you've got to invest in yourself, whether it's mental health, physical health, yep. education, whatever it is. You've got to invest in yourself. You know the other thing too, is, I, is when. When do you start that? I went through an exercise in high school. We're just talking about like a Roth IRA. You put 200 bucks a month in.
1: And who are, Elizabeth's going through that now, right? You know,
2: yeah. yeah. So a Roth IRA, right? It's a transferable retirement account, mm-hmm. right? That you can, you can actually use that for real estate investment. Anyways, mm-hmm. point being is it, it's a very simple, right. simple retirement account mm-hmm. at 18 years old. If you put in $200 a month, By the time you're 45, you'll have north of a million dollars. Two hundred dollars a month. Nobody told me that. Two hundred dollars a month. (laughs) So I would have done it anyway. But but the thing is, is and then you get to like 35, and now okay, now it's going to take me till I'm 65, 70 to get that start. As small as it is, it doesn't have to be 200 bucks a month. It doesn't have – but start early. And, and you said, I wish at Elizabeth's age, I, I'd have known that I could, I could just invest into this, invest right. into this, invest. Give myself some freedom because to know, like one thing the NFL did, is, and it can't touch it for another 10, right. 15 years for me, but it's like at least there's a safety net on the other side there. Yeah. You know, yeah. it may not be massive. It's not going to, you know, I can't just not do anything. That's not the case. But the comfort associated with that. And that's and that's also, you know, if you can invest early on and then you become more savvy, you become right. more educated, you become all those. You're investing not only in the market or, or into an asset, you're investing into yourself because right. you're educated. And it's never too early to start. Right. Never too. And there are so many resources and apps that you can right. do that. Like, be smart about it. But- Are you investing in your future? Okay. And then, and then I think you've got to, you've got to seek being debt free.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's freedom because there's where freedom begins
2: and and it's one of those things and and people go through cycles but Uh. you talk to anybody that's gone through like the dave ramsey program right and he has this program where you pay cash everything until you're out of debt you literally put okay lunch money i've got ten dollars to spend at lunch i put that in its own envelope for Rent this month, I put that cash in an envelope. Yeah. Everything is cash until I'm debt-free. You talk to those people that get to the other side of it, truly get out debt-free, they can't imagine life ever I'm going back.
1: Away. Man, that's so...
0: Yeah, and, and I don't <laughs> think... I, let's clarify. So I don't think you're saying hey, you should always be debt-free 100%. No, gone. no. Because right. we just got done saying, hey, there's things you invest in. 100%. That, that yeah, monetarily you lose today. That's right. But they're going to give you a bigger return, whether know, it's yourself, in. whether it's a home. whether. Yeah. But so, if you're debt- And by the way, don't take financial advice from us three. Yeah, uh, no, no seek, not by seek, no seek means. Yeah. What I'm saying <laughs> is if
2: your, debt, if your debt is greater than your income, then that is just not a freeing, that's not a place to be that is sustainable. And that, that's where the anxiety yeah. comes from.
0: Here, here's the well, deal. Let me ask you this, though, Darren. Yeah. You know, there's anxiety associated with not having enough money, mm-hmm. right? You're living paycheck to paycheck. You don't have any savings. Like, you're just scraping by. There's a huge anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so people like that think, okay, well, once I make this certain amount of money, and I don't have that particular anxiety anymore. You're going to buy something else. If you have okay. that mindset, okay. if, the mindset is, scale. Has, yeah. Yeah,
1: if the mindset hasn't changed, <laughs> you're going to make more money on whatever it is that you, that's your problem. If it's, you know, clothes or drugs or whatever it is, you've just made enough money to go buy the next mm, yeah. biggest expense. Here's the deal. Look, I, I think it's, it's, easy for us, it's easy for me to sit here and say, well, do this, do this, do that. The simple fact is you have a means, right? Whatever your means is, live within your means. I mean, just to simplify things. Just live within your means and understand who you are and what your circumstances are. And we keep saying this, we say this every time we do a show. But if you can honestly identify yourself, limit your ego because your ego is the one who's feeding into this. Mm-hmm. Your ego wants, wants, wants. Hell, I want a lot. And I have to buy, you know, understand to sit down and say, no, you can't do this, right? You just can't do it. If you can understand a budget, live within your means there's growth in that yeah yep. it's when you start when you say oh i see something or someone's driving something and you're living within your means and you go i don't give a damn i gotta have it yeah and i'm not saying don't be happy i mean of course you're going to do certain things at a certain times but just understand the circumstances you're putting you're, you're putting yourself in
0: it, yeah it, it all count, comes down to the word discipline
1: just discipline yeah, absolutely it's discipline it's
0: discipline yeah. and knowing does this serve me if it doesn't, then I don't need it. That's right. And I think the biggest lesson I've learned the last couple of years hanging out with people like you and, and others who I deem successful, that stuff's not going to do what I think no. it does. Material possessions aren't going to feed me what I think they do. That's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong to, to want them. Doesn't mean it's wrong to have desire to accumulate things, but just understand if the sole reason you're after it is because you think it's going to fill a void. You're gonna be highly disappointed. That's right. I always thought of a mountaintop, right? As soon as I get to that mountaintop, man, I'm, as soon as I make it, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. Life's gonna make sense. That's what I used to think. But I've realized that there's always gonna be another mountaintop that yeah. I'm after. Yeah, and there's always right. gonna be another point that I'm yeah. after. All
1: right, we gotta close the show. So we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think we did enough. Yeah, so we did. <laughs>
2: Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, on YouTube, subscribe, share with your friends. We appreciate you all, and we'll talk to you next time.
1: See yeah.